Welcome to Alec Across the States. I'm your host, Dan Reynolds. Today we have a very interesting discussion. We are joined by two members of Wildcat PPE, a Texas company, but don't worry, we're going to learn more about that. First is John Houston. He's the president and CEO. And we also have John Fleming, the managing partner. John and John, thank you so much for joining Across the States today. Hey, thanks for having us, Dan. Yeah, thank you. Of course. So we were talking before this podcast, learning a little bit more about Wildcat PPE, its story, and you know what you guys are doing. What we kept calling you guys, what you guys called yourself was that Wildcat PPE is a pivot company. So what is that? You know, what was Wildcat PPE before it was Wildcat PPE? And you know, explain to our listeners about that pivot. So Wildcat started off uh, probably about three years ago as a cable assembly business. We did injection molded cable assemblies, engine transmission harnesses, uh, mainly supporting the oil and gas industry. And then uh, we went into several other industries and sectors, harnesses for everything from joint strike fighters to railroads. And we had a lot of success in that that business unit and uh, customers came to us and asked us to provide uh, mobile manufacturing for mobile technologies. So we started up Wildcat Mobile Technologies and uh, Wildcat Mobile builds, manufactures, mobile command centers, data vans for the oil and gas industry. We also do um, FEMA type mobile command centers, swap vehicles, custom vehicles for mobile applications. That's kind of where Wildcat started. So talk to me about the transition then. What drove you to pivot? So literally, as we like to call it around here, Dark Monday happened. Oil dropped $10 within minutes. Uh, That day, the Saudi, Russia, I think you guys know the whole story. Yeah. And we literally piled into a conference room and started thinking about ideas. Well, I received a phone call from a good friend went to see that friend's office. He threw a big wadded up piece of material at me and said, can you make that? And my exact words to him were, what is this? And he goes, that's called PPE. So I was with my other partner, besides John, Jason Arsamont. We unraveled the material, looked at it, studied it, called John. John's like, bring it to the office. Our friend goes, how quick do you think you guys can make that? And we said, in four weeks, a month. Mm-hmm. He goes, great. So took it back to the office, studied it. I think John cut it up, <laughs> other, other things. And within three weeks, we were manufacturing PPE. Yeah, that's awesome. So were you guys at all you know, worried about being able to organize a company to develop PPE? Um, no, just straight up no. I think the strangest thing for us was leaving the oil field and the other related uh, markets and industries we were in to jump into the PPE, but no, not to start up the company at all. Yeah. Well, I know, uh, John Houston, we were talking before, you were mentioning how you're a Six Sigma black belt and how you were saying, yeah, no, no, not at all, not worried at all about starting the company. But the only thing that you may have been worried about was sourcing, uh, sourcing materials. And I know you guys made a very interesting decision with your sourcing. Um, You chose to buy only American materials. Are there any benefits or extra costs maybe associated with that choice? There truly is. I mean, yeah, you're right. We did uh, make a decision early on that we were going to be a 100% American company. And that goes all the way down 
to the resin and the compounds used in our plastics and our materials to manufacture bags and boxes and everything else associated with it. And we had some opportunities or some of our vendors saying, hey, look, uh, we can get these bags for half the cost if we buy them offshore. And, you know, we we made the decision that we, it wasn't worth the savings to buy offshore. We wanted to make sure that, you know, we were 100% American and we've stuck to that to this day. There is a cost associated with that, but it's the material cost for PPE we're finding out is, you know, is relatively marginal. The, the real cost of doing business in the U.S. is employees and labor. Hmm. Got it. So after you guys began to get up and running, what were the orders coming in like? How was business starting off for Wildcat PPE? So it was, uh, it was fast and furious. We were receiving orders. And at that point, we weren't really selling PPE. We were selling blocks of capacity. Hmm. To tell you honestly, we would, take, we would take our capacity that we had available at the beginning of each month, and we would sell that block of capacity to, to our customers. And they were just putting you know, deposits down on that capacity for a, a month, uh, an entire month block. And uh, at the beginning, you know, during, during the outbreak is, you know, that's kind of how, you know, we ramped up so quickly. Yeah. So it really was a mindset of give me everything you've got, basically, for lack of a better term. And, you know, just so our listeners realize how young of a company Wildcat PPE is, when was your first day producing PPE or roughly? Uh, it was April 23rd, 2020. Yeah, so a five-month-old, brand-new company, but successfully growing during a pandemic when, you know, during economic downturns, we're seeing rates of 12% unemployment rates in the, in the United States. To show the opposite of what was happening at Wildcat PPE, how many employees were you guys hiring and have been hiring? So, yeah, we started off with uh, just a handful, you know, maybe 100. And then we, we uh, ramped up. And we had two shifts going because we had maxed out that 20,000 square foot facility. And so the demand that we had and the orders that we had required us to, to go out and find another facility. And we quickly stood up 113,000 square foot manufacturing facility in the Houston area. Uh, within a matter of two weeks, we had uh, all of the modifications needed and ready to receive um, 950 employees per shift. So we were 18, 1900 employees at our height there. That's awesome. What different types of organizations or levels of government have you fulfilled PPE orders for? And was to supply Texas um, with, with gowns. And we had the local hospitals, which would be Texas Children, Houston Methodist, Memorial Herman. We also did some for the VA for FEMA for Texas Department of Emergency Management. So we uh, we immediately took care of the needs for Texas, and then we started going outside of Texas and started getting more orders outside of Texas or similar uh, agencies that were just outside of Texas. But we we made sure and we took care of all of our Texas community, which was priority to us. Yeah, that's awesome. I do want to talk a little bit about what you guys are doing now and maybe things that you're thinking of in the future. So can you talk to our listeners about, you know, your output capacity? You were just talking to me about how you put up a new factory when this was all going on really quickly. It sounds like your output capacity is pretty large, if I had to guess. It is. And a lot of people don't believe me when I first tell them. <laughs> they're, they're saying, you can do that? And uh, 
And uh, my response is yes. And just <laughs> never heard of that happening in the U.S. So we can we can produce a million gallons a week. Oh wow, which is staggering. We just had a customer visit us. He's he's like, I don't believe it. <laughs> they literally come and visit and walk through and qualify our facility. And once they see it and see the scale of it, then they're like, okay, we understand. <laughs> I believe you now. <laughs> yeah. So, but initially it's, it's very unbelievable, uh, but it's, it's, it's a very well-oiled machine. We have a fantastic team that's yes. been together for a while and it's, it's, uh, it's very doable. Yeah. How uh, scalable is this business? Like, let's say you had an extremely large order come in. It's very, I mean, it's just rinse and repeat, right? I mean, uh, there's nothing really hard to it. It's this, the material is readily available. The, the equipment that we use is, is re- readily available. The labor force has been fantastic in this area. There's really no shortages. There is some material cost that is going up, um, but we've locked in some con- some long-term contracts to lock in some pricing. So it's very scalable, very quickly. And so I think it's, if a large order comes, and you know we can adapt and move within a week. Got it. Yeah, great information. Have you guys uh, developed any additional PPE products? I know you guys focused on gowns. Yes. So we have the CPE polyethylene open back and closed back gowns. We also have uh, what the medical industry is used to seeing, which is the SMS fabric gowns. That's a level three gown. Uh, We also offer each one of those gowns in a sterile gown. And we are currently going through testing for chemo gowns, which we hope to have chemo certified gowns uh, within the next four weeks. We also have three-ply fa- face mask machines, hand sanitizer, and face shields. And uh, we also have surgeon caps and a few other type bouffants that uh, we manufacture. All of these in-house, 100% American-made. Yeah, that's awesome. So what else is in store for the future of Wildcat PPE? I mean, it sounds like you guys are quite the nimble and successfully growing company. Well, expansion, obviously, for for uh, Wildcat PPE, a lot of growth, reaching out to the different uh, sectors of the marketplace for what we can provide to PPE, obviously, other states, domestically, hospital systems, and whoever else. I mean, hopefully, even the restaurant industries and wherever safety is needed. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're here to provide to America, first and foremost. It's about jobs here. It's about bringing it back here. And I think that's the one thing that we all stand for as partners is bringing it back to America, you know, being able to employ people. And and we've got some great hardworking people from every corner of of the country uh, that have come. You know, some people have moved here, come into Houston and are in the Houston area looking for opportunity. And we were here. I I think my favorite story is, is we had a young lady who came to one of our uh, job fairs in a little town called Tomball, Texas. And she'd just gotten laid off. Uh, we were starting up this job and she goes, I need a job. And today she's one of our four supervisors. I mean, she's oh, wow. phenomenal, the effort she's put in. So, Yeah, that's an amazing story. And I, I really love to see that. Really awesome hearing from both you guys. We are kind of coming to the final segments, final moments of our podcast segment today. I uh, really loved talking to two great guys from Wildcat PPE John Houston, President and CEO, and also John Fleming, Managing Partner. Thank you guys both. And if you guys have any final thoughts you'd like to leave our listeners, would love for you to leave them now. Thanks, Dan. 
whatever we can do to help, please reach out to us. We'd love to help you. So my, my final thought would be PP manufacturing is capable in the U.S. We are perfectly capable of competing against Mexico and China. We can do it given the opportunity. Uh, I think there's a lot of people that are not aware of our capabilities and our capacities, and we just need to get that, get that out that there is a viable alternative to Mexico and China, and it's right here in the United States. I love that. Thank you very much, John. Really appreciate that final thought from you guys. Um, and if you're interested in learning more about Wildcat PPE, we're going to be linking to a bunch of great information for you in the show notes, so feel free to scroll down to that. And if you're interested in having your ideas featured on Alec Across the States, don't hesitate to email us at acrossthestates at alec.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Across the States, the leading state-focused policy podcast presented by the American Legislative Exchange Council, the premier free market organization of and for legislators. To learn more about our work or to make a tax-deductible donation, visit alec.org. Tell us what you think on Facebook and Twitter at Alec States. The views and opinions expressed on Across the States are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the American Legislative Exchange Council.